All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Hello. Weather Station Radio episode 186. Bag Milk here. Dan, Tyler, Rick via Zoom. Gang's all here. As always, we start off our podcast with a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. New location in Fort Saskatchewan just opened. If you are out there or any of the surrounding area, Gibbons, I'm thinking of you, Bonacord. Delicious. Head on out to Fort Saskatchewan. Check out the new Oodle Noodle location. Delicious. Tyler. What do you got for us today for our delicious debate? We uh, saw some trade deadline moves earlier in the week. Derek Recap. Broussard, Brett Kulak coming in. Brett Kulak, former Montreal Canadian. Mm-hmm. Derek Broussard, now a former Philadelphia Flyer amongst a bunch of other teams. Basically played for half the, the league at this league. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your question is, after watching them against the San Jose Sharks, what is your first impression of the two new guys? Who wants to start? Dan, looking at you. Well, I liked Kulak's uh, media stuff and leading up into that game, it in, in, in into his first game mm-hmm. with the Oilers. I liked that a lot. And then for Broussard, for me, it was obviously the on ice performance was uh, like instantaneous chemistry with Ryan Nugent Hopkins felt like visually. I know that statistically, I think it was a little bit of a different story, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's, 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 you know, those are to me, those are additions that aren't necessarily, you know, needle movers, but they are just nice to see that they're going to come in and help out this team. Rick. So yeah, I kind of disagree there. I do believe the, uh, the Kulak trade is a bit of a needle mover for this team. Um, the, the, the guy he's replacing, he's a, he's a big step up. So if you take a step up like that, the team gets better. Um, the way he handled the puck, uh, he was really good. Like the, the guy has wheels. Like, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of this dude before. I won't lie. Um, my first impression was that the, he's a really good pickup and it's probably something you want to be looking at, um, keeping him going forward. And then Brissard, I thought he was going to be, I don't know, more, a little more of that fourth line guy. Like I think Kulak's going to be a little more mean, a little bit more to this team than, than Brissard did or does. Um, but that first game, I think, uh, out there with Puliarvi and you've got Nuge in his first game. Uh, they didn't look bad at all, especially for probably their first time skating together. 
right? Like yeah. they, yep. no, no chance. They had a lot of practice time, right? So they're actually out there today. There's an optional skate today and all three guys from that line are out there. I'm guessing Nuge wants to get, you know, a little more of the rust off and then just find a little bit of chemistry out there with, uh, Lee Arvin Broussard. So I think it's a great, uh, a great first impression. And, uh, I can't wait to uh, see how we handle Calgary tomorrow. Rick, we're having an issue here at the studio. <laughs> Tyler, for some reason, cannot fucking hold it together. And the entire time you've been talking, he's been snickering to himself. He's now his eyes are watering. What's going on over there? Is it my is it my raspy oh, voice? Fuck me! No, no stop I, asking. I don't know. Tyler, <laughs> just so I, won't lie. I was I was at the game last night, so I anticipated today was going to be a little bit of a, a raspy voice today. So I threw back a couple uh, a couple halls before we got going here to see if I can't help it out a bit. What flavor? I always go for the black halls because I find that they are the most effective. Yeah. Cherry, anything red. That's pretty much my standard and go to like Gatorades, um, pretty much any powder drink is always fruit punch, cherry, something like that. Interesting. Same goes for cough drops and uh, cough syrup, I guess. Those just taste like candy to me. The Calgary Flames ruined red for me. Yeah, I agree with that. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. That's fair. I don't even wear red as an outfit anymore. I just don't like red in general. Yeah, I don't really, I do not own any red. I don't believe I have the maroon or their nation hat, but other than that, I can't say I have anything. Oh, I think I have a red shirt for Canada today. Ah, hey, yeah. hey, Giggles, what was your first impression of Kulak and Broussard? Uh, first impression of Kulak and Broussard. I think Kulak... That's a joke. That's an absolute joke. Is Do what you want to touch down the uh, computer line a little? Rick's, Rick's a little touch too down. loud. Let's go. Which one? The one that's the highest out of all of them. Just touch it down. At just just, it. That yeah, sounds about no, right. Yeah, that one. Just, just knock her down a little. Just, kind of push there you go. Right just had to get Rick's level. Tyler's letting me push buttons. What Stop. the hell is going on? Yeah. yeah. All right. First My, impressions, Tyler. Kulak I, and Broussard. I think Brett Kulak came just as advertised. Um, steady defenseman. D-man first. Doesn't play overly physical. Doesn't really wow you with any one element of his game, but you kind of sit there every time he's on the ice and there's an element of calmness, I feel like, with his game. Yep. He makes a solid first pass. He can break up a cycle. He's just smart, right? He's always in good spots. Uh, so Kulak, I'd say first impression is as advertised. Broussard, I, I was kind of talking on my live stream on Wednesday that... I, I was kind of thinking, you know, you're going to have to healthy scratch Derek Ryan to put Broussard in. And, you know, it, all of a sudden you had a lot of bottom six guys. And I was kind of going like, was Broussard a necessary addition? Or was that kind of like a waste of a fourth round pick on a guy who might just come in and give you like decent bottom six minutes? But I'll tell you, his first impression, that first game kind of changed my opinion on that. I think I, you look at him and he is clearly offensively talented. And I, if he can give them a third line that's legit, that can consistently keep putting up offense, and him, Nuge, and Pugliarvi certainly clicked in their first game good. together. Yep. If if that Broussard edition gives you a third line that gets easy matchups because McDavid and Dryside will take the other team's best demon, and they can just torture other teams' third pairings, then that's incredibly valuable. That's worth more than a fourth-round pick. But it could have helped the penalty kill a little bit more, I think, if we've had that opportunity. But... I, I do agree with you. I, I And I think that what it does a Broussard addition is it makes it so that Brad Malone is further down the depth chart for yeah. a call up and be able to help out. See, but I like Brad Malone's game. I think everybody, gets, with a guy yeah, like everybody gets bumped down one. Yeah, but that's, but I like right. that because to me is good. with the center men, he's that utility guy. He's yeah. a utility knife for you anywhere in the lineup going into the playoffs. You're comfortable putting Broussard in there and it's spot duty. I like that. The others are now collecting centermen. If I was going to make a top 12, I'd want all of them to be centers. You know what I mean? It's almost like when team Canada sends somebody to the Olympics or a team to the Olympics. I mean, outside of this, this year, if you had everybody available, 
you're sending a team almost with all centers. Yeah. You know, so I like that. I like the versatility. I like that McLeod's playing on the wing. I like that Broussard was playing on the wing. As for the, the, the question at hand though, Kulak, man, the wheels on this guy. Smooth skater. It's almost like an effortless skater. And I know Waz, check out our social media on OilersNation.com on Instagram. He posted a clip of Kulak just doing a little shimmy and a shake. Guy's got wheels, man. That was a gr- that was a great play. And that was the one that, yeah. that really stood out to me. He was just he was confident. He was he was calm. Um, took a quick turn to his left, lost the uh, lost the four check and brought the puck out uh, uh, nice and simple. Another thing that happened last night, and I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but I got the numbers right in front of me. Kulak is already pushing people down. He played more minutes than Duncan Keith last night. Then that's good, man. I think if you can give Keith some easier matchups or pick his matchups a mm-hmm. little bit better, then I think that's really important and helps everyone on this blue line. Like we were talking yesterday before the pregame show, Liam and I were discussing, you know, oh, is Kulak going to maybe jump Keith on the depth chart? And I kind of went like, you know, I feel like you have your top pair with Nurse and CC, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later on. And I really do feel like Kulak, Barry, Bouchard, Keith, those two pairings are really interchangeable. Like you can kind of just go with whoever's having a good game, play them a little bit more. Like yeah. it's kind of like two second pairings, hopefully. Well, yeah. it's interesting even just how the defense spread out last night. The high man on the totem pole in terms of minutes played was Cody mm-hmm. CC. Very handsome. Excellent apps, Tyler. Mm-hmm. 2130 for Cody CC, which is interesting to me because those numbers, if you look at them under Dave Tippett, 2130 was like that's second pairing minutes before. Yeah. Now that's the yeah, most that's angry. because he was playing his first like 31 because he wouldn't use his third pairing. Exactly. Now I they're like getting it. all now they're getting all three pairings used relatively equally, I guess. And uh, I think, yeah, it's it's a huge step up for this team. And I think having a guy like Kulak back there is gonna help. He was solid, mm-hmm. you know, hometown guy, roughly, Stony Plain. Super pumped to be an oiler. Talked to his dad in the tractor. The whole thing. Loved it. It was a great, great little storyline, huh? How can you not like it? You know, I'm also excited for him for tomorrow because you got to think there's a guy who's going to be fired up to play in his first battle of Alberta, seeing as he's from Edmonton area, knows exactly how much this matchup means. And hates the Flames. Hates the Flames. Excellent. Although I'm pretty sure they drafted him, but still hates the Flames. Hates the Flames. Hates Princey. Hates Princey. Brett Kula. And I'm going to be sending this episode to Princey for him to make clips. Mm -hmm. Hey, Princey. Better not see Brett Kulak on the streets of Calgary. See, he's going to have one for you. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a little shimmy and a shake. Yeah. That's what one fist and the other are called. Right? Right. So, to sum, sum it all up, Dan. How do you feel about both new players? I think we all like them. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of happy. Yeah. Now that you've had be. some time to digest the acquisition costs, any issues anywhere? Kulak more expensive than Derek Broussard? Second mm-hmm. pick this year or next, probably this year. I didn't 50% have it. retained plus Tyler's favorite defenseman, William Lagason. I didn't have any problem with the prices that we paid. I just, my thing is just always going to be that, that goalie, you know, especially when Can we saw the goalie. goalies that got transacted um, because of the flurry move that I feel like there was an opportunity, but anyways, yeah, I mean, like, but like I'm who? not sure. Like who? Like Give you, me a name though. I don't think you were getting capo okay. Kakinen, right? Cause they no. were moving him for a warm body and you yep. didn't really have one to give up. Um, so I'm just, I'm not sure if there really was a good fit out there. Like Scott Wedgwood, like if you're going to give up a third or whatever it was to get Wedgwood, I mean, you might as well just run with what you have. Cause I don't think Wedgwood is like a tangible improvement. So I, I think the goalie exactly. market, it was surprisingly quiet actually, in my opinion. Would you have been upset if the Oilers had tried to include Lankanen in the, uh, the Kulak transaction? Lankanen. Uh, is that the name that I'm, 
Um, the finish, uh, the finish from the dude who went Montreal? to Colorado. Yeah, the oh, Lekkonen. Lekkonen oh, yeah. Like if they wanted to get a forward in that deal, I guess they were they, they were in on Lekkonen. Yeah. But. Well, that's, yeah, the rumor like, was when, they did try. And that's the thing, right? You you see that stuff come out afterwards, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, like I said, all the transactions that they made, I never, I wasn't really balking at anything too crazy like we have in the past. Rick, sum it up. We like these deadline acquisitions, yes? 60 minutes into it, yeah. But there's still 18 more games to go plus the playoffs. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to uh, raise any flags too quickly here, but the first game is a, a green check mark and let's see what happens tomorrow. I think what Rick is saying is extend Brett Kulak. Mm-hmm. Eight-year extension. That's what Rick's saying. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? At 1.8? Yeah, let's do that. Why wouldn't you also order Oodle Wait, Noodle? Wait, how old is he? <laughs> uh, he's 28. 18. Uh, okay. Order Oodle Noodle on DoorDash. Ding dong. It's Friday. Friday afternoon. You've worked enough this week. You've made it through another work week without drop kicking a coworker. And for that, I salute you. Well, at least we think you did. I we don't know how many of our listeners drop kicked coworkers. Unless your job is to cross drop kick people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Kind of forgot yeah. about those people. Do we have any people whose job it is to, to, to drop kick maybe people? You, maybe you work at a Taekwondo studio. Maybe you're an MMA fighter. Incredible. Mm-hmm. What if one of your staff? Well, I thought maybe you got some like WWE guys listening. What if you uh, catch someone being disrespectful? What if you catch someone lacking? Mm-hmm. You pop them in the grill. What if you end up working with one of your ops? One. What if somebody yep. doesn't have your back? <laughs> <laughs> you pop them in the mush. That's what you do. And you order <laughs> Oodle Noodle on DoorDash. Ding dong. All right. I want to look back at the last week. The Oilers, obviously, trade deadline was Monday. Shout out to Tyler for the excellent job that he did. What is with you, Giggles? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that one's on Dan. Uh, the Oilers played Colorado on Monday. That game, despite it being an OTL, hell of a game for the Oilers. That game was incredible. Yeah, right? They played good. Played really, really well. And they OT were was hanging just a with, shit show. Yeah, the OT was a shit show. Nazem Kadri being sneaky. Pulling off Daryl's helmet. He had to leave. People are falling out. That's the a line. terrible fucking rule. Safety first. It's yeah. one of, it's like, to me, that rule is kind of like the offside challenge rule in the sense that I get why you do it. Right. But like the reality is You're guys are just falling and smashing. Your head. I think it should be murder ball rules. And if you get taken out, you get to take one person with you too. I like think you it should, should just be, be prison rules in general. And be like, leave with me. Cause you did this. Or you grab me. his bucket and rip that one off. Yeah, that yeah, was the no annoying part. About, nobody talks about the hook on Connor from McKinnon, though, on the sideboards right after. There was a lot of mispound. Like, if you want to talk about ref, Like a second later as they're coming out, um, I think it's McKinnon has a stick, like, right in Connor's uh, torso. Tyler, you watch some good. It brings it back. You watch the most sports, probably, of anybody on this podcast. Yeah. Is the officiating in other sports as bad, generally speaking, as it is with the NHL and we just don't notice because we don't watch a lot of sports? Yeah, I think probably. Like, it's just easy to rag on the refs. Like, especially, like, I'm watching spring training baseball right now um, and, like, it's easy to rip on strike zones in baseball and be like, oh, this well, doesn't so happen arbitrary in other sport. To me. But the strike zone is so hard. Yeah, the a strike zone is very high stick. That shit's fucking black yeah, and white. Yeah, but, but you could argue that the strike zone, the umpire literally has, like, one job as the home plate umpire and it's that. And it doesn't change. It's the same thing. You can watch the pitcher winding up and throwing it in. Whereas a hook or a slash in hockey happens so quick and you need to make a decision like, bang, where was that? But it, was that it, does, it does kind of change though, because if you, and obviously you know this, but they have the, uh, the, the, the breakdown of the, of the strike zone on the TV. And you see sometimes yep. the, the strike in the first and the ball in the third. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying, I think it's easy to rag on officials in every sport and they weren't great in that overtime. Um, they weren't great in that entire hockey game. I didn't think, but I mean, it's just whatever. 
I will say though, yeah. I, it, like I think the league that gets it the best is the NBA. Yeah, probably now, with the two minute report. Now I like the NFL, man. Why? What's that? Whereas, yeah, Tyler, you go with the two minute report. Basically, if there's like a controversial call, they put out something the next day explaining it. Yeah, and so the final so, two minutes of the game. So the NBA. So it's almost like it. the NHL Department of Player Safety when they do their suspension things, but for rest. Well. Yeah. Like the NBA had a huge problem, of course, with referees getting bought off and all that kind of stuff because they can affect the outcome of a basketball game without much oversight there. And so they did two things. They did that that two minute report, but then they also included a lot of video review um, that is a tool for the referees to use. And so they can they can do a little hand signal in the air. They wave their little lasso in the air, and then that alerts a, a referee, a video referee, to look at the replay of that play and help them decide what what happened in that occurrence. Uh, one thing since we're talking about baseball, we are planning Tyler. I know you're excited about this. Mm-hmm. We're planning a nation vacation in August yeah. to Toronto the Toronto. Six. to go check out some baseball and maybe some soccer, the big smoke football. I would, I, I'm more excited for the baseball side of that. You're not excited to go see a FC, like a Toronto FC game. Tyler, we have to go like full crazy fan with flares and everything. Yeah, man. Do, like I'm going to just Sounds be breaking dangerous. bottle and stabbing people. That's what I do at soccer Yikes. games. Yes. Um, well, that's hooliganism. Oh, so that's not what we do. The there? sport does not look kindly on your, on ah. like that. Um, but no, yeah, we're planning on maybe sometime in August. I thought you'd like be more excited. I'm very excited about a potential trip to Toronto. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been to a baseball and MLB game before. I beat that out, man. Oh, they threw it away. I'm betting on spring <laughs> training baseball, by the way. Once again, Tyler is not doing his job. Doing something else while he's doing his job. I'm trying to talk about a trip that was very exciting. And I'm talking about the Blue Jays. They're going to play an exciting brand of baseball like they are against the Tigers right now in in Dunedin or wherever the fuck they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, it'll be fun. And if you're interested, shout us out on social and tell us us you're interested so that we can really get this thing moving because we need to make sure there's interest. But what you need to do actually is to tag the Squire Yeg. You need to raise the, 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 the flag in Jay's mentions. And don't email him. Don't email him because he doesn't have an email address, but he does check his socials. So bother Jay. Say, we want to mm-hmm. go to Toronto with you. It'll be fun. Yep. Right. Are, are we all just crashing at Coombs place or how's that yeah. work? Yep. That'd be great. Yeah. We're okay, all on the cool. floor at Coombs place. Coombs so is actually going to so go we'll stay at a hotel. A bag? Coombs goes yeah, and yeah. stays at a hotel and we crash in his house. It's two men to a bag though. So we're trying to, right. we're trying to only have carry ons. Yeah. Right? I got you. Yeah, that's plan. You can only do carry on. All right. Uh, Cornerstone Insurance for four generations and 90 years. They have been your home for all the insurance products you could ever hope for. Whether that's auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, Cornerstone Insurance has got all of the insurance products you could ever hope for. And in fact, Tyler, Mm -hmm. they're helping me with my insurance on both my whip and my house right now. Skirt, skirt. They're going to get me a discount. I'm going to save some money and I'm going to spend it on you. Really? Yeah. Take me out for dinner. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you with the new Oodle Noodle in Fort Saskatchewan. We're going to go for a drive. Tying it all together. Out through the countryside. Synergy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cornerstone Insurance. Check them all out at cornerstoneins.ca. Uh, going back to the ra- the recap from last week. Hell of a game against Colorado. Dallas, the boys played well. For third period, not so much. Mm-mm. What's your take on the third period, Tyler? Because they were winning 3-2 with five and a half minutes left. Those are Two point- quick goals in 24 yeah. seconds. Those are games you just look back on when you're kind of doing your math in the standings. And like today you're sitting there and you're like, all right, two back of LA with a game in hand. You're three up on Vegas with two games in hand. And you guys go like, ah, 
How nice would it be if you were four up on Vegas with two games in hand and you had that extra little cushion, right? It's just, they totally shot themselves in the foot. There's no reason for them to have not gotten at least a point out of that hockey game and came out of the road trip with points in back-to-back games, at least. And it was just a really disappointing effort down the stretch. Dan? Well, I missed the uh, good part of the game because I missed the first two periods. I was in therapy, unfortunately. And so uh, I need a little bit of more therapy after the third period. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, those are things that I'm starting to be able to work out of my system uh, now that we've gotten rid of Dave Tippett. And, and so the the letdowns are not as, as uh, many as they used to be. Uh, But yeah, it just, you know, this, the team is still going to lose hockey games and, and that was a frustrating way to lose one. Yeah. Rick. I just thought it was a bit of a mental letdown. I thought they were pretty good the rest of the game. They were. That was what was annoying. There was that stretch, though, where like they gave up that goal and then Miko was forced to make like five or six unreal oh, saves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they fell I mean, apart think, earlier in that game, too. I don't think that was, that yeah. was far from a complete performance up until the collapse. 100%. Uh, I do think we forget sometimes the other team gets paid, too. Yeah. Um, they're a pretty good team out there. You know, I, I was really disappointed in the loss. I thought we should have beat them as kind of that loss kind of reminded me of like a loss to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and then, the- but it, it's, you know what, it's a little thing. It's an 82 game season. Uh, we're not in the two and 12. That's not a part. That's not who this team is. It's not who the makeup of this team is. It's a mistake, whatever. It happened three hours south of us, too. Yeah. Or at least with the Flames, wherever the hell they were playing. St. No one's shitting the bed about them, right? So I am. it's Fuck a little thing. You learn, on, you learn from it. You make sure you come up the next game and you uh, and you fix those issues. And they did. So it's a whatever. It's an 82-game season. There's ups and downs. That's just going to happen. I'm not going to let it bother me too much. And Caroline and I talked about this on the pregame show. But like, especially when you look after last night, right? And like Winnipeg drops a game to Ottawa. And Caroline and I always talk about how if you win the games you're supposed to, then you're going to avoid losing streaks, right? Like when they were going into that game against New Jersey and you were like, okay, last game in the homestand, you're 4-0. Yes, if you lose this one, a 4-1 homestand still good. But then you have games against Colorado and Dallas coming up. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, if you don't take care of business against New Jersey, then this could very easily turn into a three-game homestand. And where I give the Oilers a lot of credit recently is that, you know, they beat some good teams, Tampa Bay, Washington included, but they lost those two games on the road they don't sting as much. We're not sitting here as upset about them because you look and they rattle off wins against Detroit, New Jersey, Buffalo, and now San Jose. Like they went out and just took care of business against the teams they were supposed to. And that helps you in the playoff run. And honestly, too, to that point, Tyler, is it's not getting completely outclassed by these good teams no. either, right? And 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 yes, you're losing those games, but it's the Woody effect. It feels like we're still in them. That graphic they put up during that game where it showed you the difference in five on five scoring between the two, between Tippett and Woodcroft. Shot and it's differential like as well. all of it. And you're sitting there, you're like, whoa, those aren't even like percentages. Those are numbers. And Woodcroft's been here for like a minute. Percentage is also a number, arguably. That meant there's like a hard number. <laughs> Love my hard numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, but that graphic, it was. So the goal differential swung wildly. The shot differential, the whole thing. Like Jay Woodcroft yeah. at five on five has this team buzzing. If they can get back you- the special teams that we had earlier in the year, the Oilers are a fucking menace. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to like this, but do you give uh, Holland a bit of a pat on the back for building this roster then? Mm. Everybody has been supporting Ken Holland all year and no one's doubted him. I would say I that still I'm still... Think his biggest mistake, I still think his biggest mistake this year was coming in with a lame duck coach. Yep, He didn't want it. Like Dave Tibbet got fired That's three I mean. seconds ago and he's already retired. You had to have known in August, in July, in June, whatever the hell it was, that this dude was not too jacked up about coming back. Yeah. He's getting bronze right now. 
And you can't go into the most important season this team has gone through in decades mm-hmm. with these two players and the rest of these guys yeah. with a lame duck coach who's not all in. I would also say that with Holland, like he, he made some good moves. No one's denying that. Like the CC move really strong. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's be honest. It turned out way better than a lot of people expected. It did hundred percent. But the, the reason Very I'm not giving also. Holland credit is because again, he had like 25 you know, like a million little pat on the back. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, like, yeah. We're not delivering them donuts or nothing like that, but you know, just a pat on the back, you know, a little golf clap. Like you're not as bad as what everyone says you are. When they sit there and tweet that he's the worst GM in the league, he's probably not the worst GM in the league. Not saying he's the best, not in the top, whatever. I don't know where to rank him, but he ain't the worst. Tyler, where would you rank? Top, middle, bottom? Somewhere towards the higher end of the bottom third. We got like 32 teams. To 20, where you put him in? Somewhere in it, I'd say probably somewhere between like 17 and 23. Who's your number one? Julian Breezebaugh. Who's your number 32? Who's my number? Gotta Jim, go Jim Francis? No, I think I go Dorian. Dude, in Seattle. I, th- I I would say Francis myself. Yeah, maybe Francis. And like Francis, a lot of those moves they made in the expansion draft were yeah. like bad right from the jump. Like but, not taking Tarasenko. But then even further. Yeah, yeah now right. it's the, you now for the free. deadline. You could have flipped him. Yeah. Um, but the Senators like... Ah, oh, we can't afford to pay Nick Paul. This sucks. Ah, what if we gave $3 million to Travis Hamannick and gave up a third, even though he was on waivers a couple months ago? Like what? But they did pull a fast one in Vegas and you like to see that. Yeah. Well, let's get to that. Cause I have it on my list. How did they not get in trouble for this? Well, I want to know. I want to know. Teflon. So- Tyler, mm-hmm. break down for us the choke me dad and off situation that he was originally with the senators. Yeah. Went to Vegas. Vegas mm-hmm. tried to trade him on Monday, but mm-hmm. then as the buzzer went, complications arose. So Dodonov signs a deal with the senators, five-year deal, whatever the fuck it was, 5 million bucks a year. And in that deal, he has Mm -hmm. a 10 team, no trade list. He submits that list to Ottawa on time says, I have a 10 team, no trade list. These are my 10 teams. One of them was the Anaheim ducks, Vegas golden Knights, not on that list. So Ottawa flips them to the Vegas golden Knights last summer. Can I tell you my theory? Mm -hmm. Anaheim was on the list because Dodonov loves his snacks. And he does not want to play for Dallas Akins, who would eliminate his snacks. Absolutely. I think that Go could on. be it. It is. Um, so we get to this point now at the deadline. Vegas desperately needs cap space because they want to activate Martinez and or stone off LTIR. And they can't do that unless they get rid of Dodonov. So they package him with a second round pick to Anaheim for the rotting contract of Ryan Kessler and defenseman John Moore. So they're going to have all this LTIR space and it's all going to work well. Um, it gets flagged presumably by Dodonov because NHL central registry didn't catch it. He's just like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. I can't go there. They're on my list. And Vegas is sitting there like blaming Ottawa, which he's done nothing wrong. He's got a list. He earned it. He earned it. He earned his list hundred percent. So Vegas is blaming Ottawa saying it wasn't properly communicated. The NHL is kind of just sitting there being like, and, and eventually the trade has to get reversed because Dodonov had Anaheim on his list and the due diligence wasn't there. My conspiracy theory is that, Vegas knew the whole time and thought they could pull a fast one and Dodonov would feel bad and accept the trade to Anaheim because one, well, Dodonov was in the lineup last night, scored three points for the Golden Knights. Hello. (laughs) They needed that. But also if if the Golden Knights trade Dodonov now, which it sounds like they still might, Arizona's apparently interested in him. Seattle's apparently interested in him. He wouldn't be able to play though, would he? He wouldn't be able to play the rest of the year. Right. So you're fuck you to like that's rude. That well, that sucks for Dodonov. Sucks real bad. All he did was nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. And now he might get punished, and his season might end twenty games early. Mm-hmm. So, and Vegas is probably gonna have to pay an even bigger price to get rid of him. So it's kind of just a, a whole mess of a situation. But I like just knowing Vegas, and also 
Like I could have gone on cap friendly the moment that trade was done. Puckpedia. Puckpedia. And gone and looked and seen 10 team no trade list. <laughs> right? It is, funny that a, it is funny that a fan site is where they went to get like the fucking final answer. Well, they, yeah, well, right after, after the Dadanov trade was reverted, the Vegas Golden Knights are completely borked in terms of their cap space. They have $405,833 available to clear... To activate Martinez, they would need to clear four point eight million. To clear and activate Stone, they need nine million. How is this going to play out? Like, what are they going to do? Like UK, you trade Dedan off to Arizona or whatever, and you're like, bro, just go relax for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's still not enough to activate Mark Stone, is it? I don't know how this works. I'm not smart enough. They would have to get back like another LTIR contract or some shit like that. It would, it would be very complicated. I don't know the full workings of the salary cap. It confuses me. I'm not good at math. Um, but they're in trouble. Chris Pronger is still out there. I think his contract still available. Is he really? I think, I think he's a coyote right now. Mm. He might be, or maybe he's a Panther. Uh, well he works for the Panthers. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, Either way. Interesting situation, but I'm going to, it'll be, well, I'm not going to say fun because it's not going to be fun watching them slip out of it again. Because you know but Vegas is going to figure it out. But they might not. Like Gregor yeah. tweeted out, for them to get to the 95-point cut line, the Golden Knights, they need to go 10-4-1 down the stretch. Like Vegas might just be fucked. They might miss the playoffs this year. Who's, Let's look at the standings. Who's playing goal for them? That's the question. Well, well yeah, because Brassois right? hurt. Leonard's and hurt. Leonard's hurt. According to Frank Cervalli. Dr. Frank mm-hmm. Cervalli. Uh, Let's look at the standings here. So we're starting in the Pacific because that's where we live. Right now, Unfortunately, Calgary Flames still in first. They haven't moved, though they did lose. LA, we're chasing you. They have played 66 games. They're at 79 points. Oilers at 65 games played and 77 points. So we got a game in hand, two points back. In the wild card we play situation. Them twice. And you play them twice. In the wild card, Nashville's got the first spot at 78 points. Dallas is at the second spot with 75 points. Vegas right behind them at 74, but Vegas has played 67 games. That's another reason why I really wish the others would have been able to win that game on Tuesday. And Dallas is just another little layer of separation between them and the stars. Yeah. It's getting tight out there. The nice part for the Oilers though, is that you've crawled right back up to the LA Kings, right? So as long as you play better or whatever at the same level as one of LA or Vegas, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Like the wild card doesn't mean shit to us. No, we're looking at the, at the spot in our division and that's it. And Vegas is not catching us. We will catch LA May two or three or one. We will have game one of the, of the, of the playoffs right down the road here at Rogers. Hell yeah, Rick. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about before we get actually a couple more things I want to talk about before we get to ask the idiots. A lot of questions from you guys again this week, but first I want to talk about Leon dry He had 44 goals last night. So I want to do a little bit. Phenomenal. Okay. Fucking phenomenal. The guy, he say the line Bart. And he did. I like it. So I want to take some bets with the boys here of when, not if, when Leon Dreisaitl hits 50. Now. What's that right now? 44? He's at 44. We've got four more games left in March. A handful of games in April before the playoffs start. Actually, there's a lot of games in April. More than a handful. <laughs> we've, got a full, we've got a full month schedule in April. When do you think he hits? How many more games? If he's got 44, we got, oh, sorry, three more games left in March. Tyler, when's April? When's Leon hitting that fifty? Oh, Rick's already got an answer. Jump in, Rick. Go, Rick. Yeah, April fifth, the latest. April fifth. That is against San Jose Sharks. That is a yeah. eight thirty p.m. start. That is an away game. So you're saying a goal down game. on the board somewhere? 
Yeah, you writing this down right over there? I wasn't, no. <laughs> I'm writing down the timestamp. All right. All right. So I'm going to say Rick, April 5th against Five. San Jose. Nation Dan, what do you got? April 1st against the St. Louis Blues. April 1st against the St. Louis Blues. That is a home game on a Friday night, says Danger Dan. I'm going to say he keeps, I'm going to say he hums at about two goals every three games, kind of like what he's done all season here. And I'm going to say he does it on Saturday, April 9th against the Colorado Avalanche. April 9th against the Avalanche. At home, Saturday night. Home game would be good. He doesn't like that. Yeah. So he's got 44. We got three goal, three games left. Let me do a little math here. There's one go. Christ, Christ. I could see two tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know we're betting on it. Uh, so three games. Hmm. I'm going to say he does it for my birthday. April 3rd against Anaheim. Away game. Sunday, fun day. Quack, quack, quack. Mr. Ducksworth. Leon Dreisaitl. He's going to go ahead and get his 50th goal. I want to know your bets if you're listening to this as well. When does he hit it? Rick says April 5th. Dan says April 1st. Tyler says April 9th. Bag milk, April 3rd. I don't know who it was, but somebody on the broadcast last night said if he hits 50 this year. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. I'll swing. This dude is just filling the net. Both he and Connor, they're doing their late season you can't catch me thing right Super now. Super Saiyan. And it is absolutely They're just prepping ridiculous. for the playoffs, man. Can I ask you guys this then? Go Connor ahead. McDavid doing his yes. late season thing. He's got what, like eight multi-point games in his last 11 or some shit like that. He's making me so much money right now. I know it's great. It's automatic. <laughs> it's, it is it's absolutely like, automatic. It doesn't get easier. So he's got 95 points yep. in 64 games. Yep. So 95 divided by 64, mm-hmm. 1.48 points per game. Yep. There are 18 games left in the season. Correct. Mm-hmm. Times by 18. So that means he's on pace for about 26.7 points. Plus 95, <laughs> 121.7. We'll round up 122. Okay. That's what he's on pace for. Okay. What does McDavid end the season with? 130. I got McDavid over 128 and a half. I got a bet on it. I got money on that. So Dude. I'm hoping he hits that. Or 126 and a half. Dan, you're always the, you're always the optimist on Connor points. I, yeah, like 140 was a number that just came to mind because like, I do think that like the, this is statistically proven now that every year he loves my last 20 games. He just goes unstoppable so yeah just super I'm gonna, like I'm gonna say i'll say the late end of 130 so like 138 139 rick where you at you know what i'm gonna say 120 on the nose right now again connor 95 points in 64 leon 90 points in 65 jonathan huberto is in third place 88 points in 63 since i think we can clinch and he's gonna get a game or two off mm. he might Lock the up load second in the management division. there. You want to take a stab at who's leading the NHL in scoring this month? Leading the is it a surprising name? Yeah, Yamamoto. No more surprising. Who is it? Uh, Roman Yossi. Get the fuck out, really. Roman oh, Yossi. Yeah, dude's on fire, man. He has Twenty six points in twelve games this month. Come on. What the hell? defenseman Roman Yossi, 63 games played 18 goals, 61 assists for 79 points. Just a whale of a season for he, that guy. He could be the first defenseman thing since I think Paul coffee to hit a hundred points this year. Crazy. How much fun is it going to watch uh Nashville knockout Calgary in the first round of the playoffs? UC Soros just goes like absolutely bananas. Although I mean, Johnny Gaudreau disappears like he does. If you could Mark pick, comes back to earth. If you could pick, let's say the Oilers beat the Kings. Who would you rather have the Oilers play in round two? Calgary or Nashville? Nashville. Doesn't Nashville. matter. Get in the fucking dance. Let's go. Nashville. 
Nashville. I, I just fear heard no a little one. bit less if we I, lost, and I'm just I we're fear, too fresh into this playoffs again. I, I'm not not I don't have no stars on me right now about the, the calluses yet to take on Calgary. I don't so think I'd that way. Fuck Calgary. Let's go head to head. I would love to play Calgary round two. I think that just I think great. it'd be absolutely great. But there's one fear. And that's, you know, obviously not getting the W out of the series. And I don't know how I'd handle that. My grade nine computer teacher says fear is false evidence appearing real. That was his acronym. That's what I'm going to run with. I dig it. There you go. Dude, I went for like a three hour walk after we lost to Winnipeg. Yes, I know. You you did. You basically ended up in Millwoods. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I went for a stroll, man. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about from last, last night's game is Ben. Shout out to Ben. Absolutely fantastic. The Oilers brought Ben out for the anthem. Connor was hanging out with him. Evander Kane was hanging out with him. There was a lot of videos that the Oilers put out last night. Boys were walking out on the ice. He was getting the fist bumps. Mm. Post game, Zach Hyman, he sat right with him. He was answering some questions. I love that Ben said his favorite players were Connor and Leon, right? Though he's sitting right next to Zach Hyman. And what does Hyman say? I get it. Good picks. Crowd outside cheering his name. Yep. I loved it. Great. Did Waz lead that? Uh, Kennedy did. Waz. Okay, well, I, I remember I saw Waz's video. It might have been Kennedy's for that. Waz ran, um, to, but I could hear Waz. Waz ran to uh, towards you actually <laughs> yeah. to watch the soccer game. So that's probably why you could hear him. Yeah, he was running your oh, way. Oh, is he not the one? I could have sworn he was screaming. Um, no, he left early to get to the soccer game. The, oh, yeah, well, I did see him at the end of the night. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was drowning his soccer sorrows. It's understandable. Oh, they just want to win it at home. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. Take your own fate in your own hands. But mm-hmm. anyway, shout out to Ben. I thought that was great. Oilers, I just thought they did a really nice job last night. Very good. Yep. It's just a, it's it like we've seen it with the St. Louis Blues with Layla Anderson. Um, when, when a team can just do something special for a kid that's going through heck, uh, if you don't know about Ben's story, he is battling uh, cancer right now. And, and I believe that all the treatments haven't really taken their, their no, so it was, it was to, gone, yeah, but four. it came back. It came back like two months ago and he's going back for more radiation. He's been yeah. through four chemos and 30, 30 radiation, radiation treatments. Sorry. Um, it went away. Then it came, they found it again in December, I believe it was. And I think next week he goes for some more radiation again. So Ben, we're all with you. Oilers are with you. I, I just like what they did for the TMZ. The actually guy did a piece on it as well. Yeah. The Oilers were on TMZ yeah. also today. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to follow him, his dad on social media, it's at M underscore Dan 25. And uh, you Go can give him follow, follow. Him Ben's story there. Go give him a follow. Yep. You got us in your corner, Ben. Uh, another thing, just real quick, ask the idiots is how about Zach Hyman? Just, I mentioned him two seconds ago, that PK shift he had last night where he just decided he's like, I am the penalty kill now. The crowd was going I, uh, nuts. It was yeah. fantastic. But I heard, I heard Brissad gave him some, uh, some tips on what to do out there on the penalty kill. Well, here's the thing. Zing. Oilers are perfect in the Brissard era on the penalty kill. He played zero seconds last night. However, it's through osmosis. The spirit was there. Player coach. Are you sure you didn't see him out there? He was yelling his... His, his advice at Zach Hyman, Zach Hyman's like, I got you, Brassard. What do you I, think his nickname is? I heard Dare that there he? were, I know you said he didn't Rass. play on the penalty kill, but I talked to some hockey people who said they did see him on. PK Sard. I'll remember that. <laughs> his nickname, PK Sard. I'll remember that. Are you trying to pick a, are you trying to pick a fight with him? <laughs> with who? Brassard? Nah. Nah. No, with Big Milk there. Yeah. Sounds like it. I'll remember that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, you better remember that. If you Deal don't know this next box. bit... All driven by all of you, our friends at Buster's Pizza. They said, hey, we want a segment on the podcast. And I said, well, how about ask the idiots? And they're like, what's that? Well, you listen to this podcast. You submit questions. I don't tell the boys what they are. I don't give them a peek. 
you're just getting their first take. But first, I got to tell you about Buster's Pizza. If you go to busterspizza.ca, they have got a location near you. It's Friday afternoon. You don't want to work anyway. Plus, I've told you, cooking's hard. Don't Very do it. hard. Go to it's Buster's Friday. Pizza and get yourself a Donair or a Za. Whatever you want. They got pastas. I'm famished. Both. I need Buster's Fries ASAP. for Friday. Rick says Both. Donair and Both. pizza. And wings yeah, and yeah, salad. Yeah, you just let the pizza sit in the oven. Mm-hmm. You eat the donut right now. Yep. And then the pizza around seven o'clock or something like that. You're good to go. But if you're going to turn the heat on while the pizza's in the oven, take it out of the box. That's right. Yes. You don't want to light your house on fire. You know, Tyler, <laughs> people listen to this podcast often and I feel like they maybe don't get the value that they deserve, but you just gave them that. Yeah. I want to ask, like, have you done this? No. Did well, you the oven once on with the uh, pizza box? Learned, I've been in an area where it's happened. And you, you just to, don't want it. You used to store blankets in there, didn't you, Tyler? I'm yeah. like Kramer. I put everything in the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> right, he was in the oven, but yes. Oh. Ask yeah, the yeah, idiots first oven. question for the boys. Again, these are submitted by all of you. I, I just want to say before we get started, so many questions are getting submitted for this segment right now. I apologize if I don't get you in there. Please keep firing them my way. I just pick five. I try to also include new people that haven't been in week to week. Just keep sending them my way. Be entertaining. The boys like the weird ones. Gone are the days when we used to get one bag milk. Gone are the days. They're long behind us, Dan. So I'm going to start with you since you brought that up. Okay. Maybe a little long winded here, but I think you can make a strong case for why Alish Hemsky was and is the oiler who bled blue and orange more than anyone else. He stuck it out for most of a decade of darkness, always battled, didn't want out when shit was going bad. And that leads to my question. What is an opinion you have about the Oilers that is usually deemed unpopular, Dan? Oof. Um, yeah, that that's not how that I thought that was going to go. <laughs> no, no. I thought <laughs> we were going to be talking about Alice Hemsky. I've been thinking about Alice Hemsky the whole time. Um, an opinion that I hold about the Edmonton Oilers that is would probably get me yelled at. Is that what we're saying? Or just your worst take? Uh, oh, I have lots of those. Um, <laughs> which one? Uh, I don't know. Like... Tyler, are you thinking of one? For me, the worst take I've had is when I said Leon Drysaddle's backhand's overrated. <laughs> I do oh. remember that. That was we were in the we were in the studio at Little Brick yeah. downstairs, and yeah. you said, "I don't." Is that a thing? I don't know Leon Drysaddle as an elite backhand passer or anything like that. Something like that. Um, the take I will always stand behind is that the McFarland jersey's overrated. That always gets people fired up, but I stand by it. There's a couple of takes Sorry. from Tyler. Dan? Yeah, let's go back to me. Um, so I the one of the worst takes I had was that I thought Tony Rajala was going to really turn out, really pan out for well, us. Depending on how you look at it, he did. <laughs> Still talking about him. That's true. Um, but yeah, I guess there's that. Um, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I, I feel like I speak them into existence uh, on this podcast. I took it for about two years about the Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I don't. Even, I honestly don't even remember the context around it so much now that it's been brought up. But yeah, that would, that would be the one that I probably took. Uh, but in my old life, I used to say that the Pittsburgh Penguins would never win a Stanley Cup with Mark Andre Fleury in the net. <laughs> so why well, his pads were too colorful. Uh, yeah, they were just too vibrant. When he was yeah. sliding from boards to boards. I was convinced that the Penguins had just absolutely fed him to the wolves <laughs> and ruined his confidence forever because they brought him in that year that they were the, one of the worst teams in, ever. So yeah, I just, yeah, I always have bad takes. Rick, what's your battle with his take? I've been doing this a long time. I have a whole bunch of them, but we'll go with something current that would get me yelled at. And I, Said it from day one of the season. 
I don't think this roster is as bad as everybody says it is. And just to jump on that, 25 is a good defenseman. And I don't care what anybody on Twitter says. I agree. I've got... And I'm going to say, I'm going to thank Jason Greger for that, for his article, because it's fun to watch when people who make fun of the eye test people, because they're more the spreadsheet people, which is why, whatever, um, get a spreadsheet in front of them that tells them they're wrong. And then they, they kind of go off on their eye test and take like snapshots of out of context things here and there and, and, and really magnify one simple mistake here and forget about all the good things he does. I have so many bad Oilers takes over the years. So many bad ones. <laughs> Recently, I was excited about Kyle Turris. I still am. There's still time. Mm-hmm. Oh, two. We have shootouts in the playoffs. We might be okay. Yep. Nail Yakupov is a can't miss prospect. Again, can't miss is so vague. Car I didn't want to bring up. A, I didn't want to bring up any prospect talk like that because there's been at least one name from every year since the calendar was in the '80s. Mark Antoine Pouliot is going to be the solution. Yep. Yeah, he played with Crosby. You see how good he was over there. Didn't didn't work. Us, our team to the top. I can't think of anyone's off, off, off the top of my head, but there's plenty more. Uh, I'm just going to start with Rick on this next one. Question number two. I was listening to the Real Life podcast this week, and I was blown away to learn that Lick's, Rick still pays for music by the song. Leads me to a simple question for the boys. Apple Music or Spotify or something else? What do you got going on, Rick? <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Tyler? Spotify. Dan? Uh, I have asked around though, by the way, and I, there may be there a couple years younger than me, but I'm definitely not the only one. <laughs> what are you asking around at your water aerobics class with senior citizens? Like what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. As we're warming up, I asked them where they got this music from. You guys play in dollar thirty nine song too? Or what? <laughs> I use my wife's Apple Music. I am also Smart. an Apple Music guy. Question number three. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to start with you. I think when the Oilers are healthy, they have pretty good depth on their roster. Given that, do you think there are any non-player moves, coaching staff, president, management, et cetera, that should be done to make the Oilers even better? If so, what's your move? Okay, hold up. That was a lot of words. Anything outside of a player. That could be done to make this team better. Yeah. I think they could establish an in-depth analytics department. That's more than one guy. There you Um, go. That's an easy answer. No. There's your answer, Dan. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I would either go with promoting the video coach to something even better. Jeremy Cooper. He seems to be doing a good job. Yeah, or promoting the mayor, mayor of the city. Yeah. yeah. Or promote or, or no just, got my vote. Just give him, give somebody else the portfolio of goaltending coach. Rick, what do you got? Uh, um, he's got it's the GM, man. You just need somebody who's um, a little bit younger, who is a little more forward thinking and understands that human beings are different now in 2022 hockey players. The game might be played sort of kind of the same, but you got to deal with human beings differently. And, uh, and yeah, so I think we need to take a, maybe we saw it with our coach. We saw Tippett go down to Woodcroft. You got a little bit younger there. You see improvements. Um, same thing with, 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 um, with Holland move down and, and kind of bring in the new, the new era of thinking. This is where I once again, put out that Mr. Daryl Cates, if you're listening, I will do the job of GM for much less than 5 million. How year. much? A lot less, a fraction. What are you thinking? I will do yeah, it. Give for, me a number, man. If you give me 20% of that, I'm laughing. $1 million. 10% of that. 500K? 500K, you got a new GM. Tyler, your M check. And a new GM, and I'll give $100,000 to a charity of your choice. I don't so even need all $400,000 is in the plus 1000 Then I'll give 100, 100 to a charity of your choice. Oh, thank you. 
And yours, Rick, and yours, Dan. There, that's all I need. Hundred K, hundred K, I'll do it. Wow. All right. Uh, just to piggyback on. So is, is is Ricard Raquel already on his way here then, or what? Yeah, the deal's already like it's already sent to Central Registry. They're just waiting for <laughs> yeah, my paperwork. Yeah, the, uh, the GM. Yeah, the new GM. In. The good. ducks are just that guy hiding behind the tree, rubbing their hands, yeah. seeing you get announced. We need to find a fax machine. Or I guess the penguins now too. Mm -hmm. I am going to piggyback on Tyler's. I'm just going to say I'd like an analytics department. I'm not saying analytics is the be all end all, but I would like to have that as a tool of evaluation. You know, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, Question number four, ask the ideas for Buster's pizza. Dan, this is a special one just for you. Uh Oh, F Mary kill Connor Leon Nooch. What the fuck? (laughs) Jesus. Who asks this? (laughs) That's Yeah. No, good Lord. Yeah. Whoever listened to that, stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, I feel like this is more of a Kennedy question yeah, with her yeah. talk okay. lately on the internet. Yeah, she had some rankings that we might um, bring forward later, but I'm really sorry, bag milk. And I know, and I think I'm going to choose this one just because I know you're going to wet him up. How dare you? Don't do it. Bang to the head of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Oh, which one does that answer? Bang, bang, Leon Dreisaitl and... Mary Connor McDavid <laughs> and his heated driveway. Tyler, you're up next. F Mary kill Connor Leon Nuge. Yeah. I like Connor's house. So I'll marry Connor. Um, it is nice. He's got a, he's got a gym in there. Basketball hoop. Although with Nuge, you get the horse. Yeah. You get elevator. Bones. Yep. Yeah. But if you kill him, you also get the horse. Well, if you kill him and the horse, you get some delicious meals. Am I right, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I checked it out. I checked. I, I, Googled, I Googled it. I Googled it. And there is there is yeah it goes back and forth yeah i don't know i'm not answering the rest of this question i think this whole hypothetical is dumb rick i'm off on myself so i don't have to deal with this <laughs> uh you're welcome nope. city fine i'll play i'm gonna marry nooch i really? like ponies i like ponies i think that we'd have a good time who are you doing the rest to uh leon's very handsome so i need him what are we doing here connor i'm sorry buddy whoa just kidding uh, I also like Rick's answer. I think that is the correct answer. Uh, yeah, question number five. This one, I'm going to start with Rick on this one. This is not part of it. I am a genie and you have one wish to fix something magically within the Edmonton Oilers organization. It could be players. It could be management. It can be uh, just experience at the game. Anything you want. You've got one wish from the magic genie. Management. Management for Rick. Nation Dan. Tickets cost 50% less. Ooh, that's a good one. Tyler. The genie will give me anything. Whatever you want. But you got to fix the Oilers organization. You're not just like. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Oilers. Oilers get unlimited cap space. He wants a lot of stuffed uh, animal monkeys. I don't like your answer. Give me another one. Why not? Because that affects the entire league. It's, it's, it's kind of the, it's like the, or know, they're I just want. like, they're just special and they get, they're like the Yankees and everybody else is the Orioles. Tyler just loophole us. Yeah. Okay. So oh, we gotta, uh, we gotta upgrade our team. Like you're upgrading your team on uh, NHL dot or NHL okay. 22. Or um, you you uh, can turn off the cap oh, in man. NHL 22. We're not turning off the cap though. Okay. Uh, well now that was my preloaded answer. What am I going to say? Tyler's here? thinking. It's got furrowed oh, brows. Like what would you fact. fix about the arena that you don't like? On or, his toes. What would I fix? I'll, 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 you know what? You said ticket prices. I'll cut beer prices in half. Ooh. I was going to pay $30 a fucking beer. If we win the cup every God dang year. Mm-hmm. Won't affect the cap. Well, that's why I cut the ticket prices in half because then you save that money by spending it on beer. I was going to yeah. say, I was going to follow down Tyler's lines of the beer prices, but 
Who's the football team? I can never remember where the everything Oaks. on there is super Atlanta. cheap. Oh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Oh, you get into sucks. Roger's place. Everything is dirt cheap. It's like dollar, $2, $2 hot dollars, dogs. The key all is that just stuff. bring Costco in to do all your concessions. If I get a second wish, I'm also bringing back the half price singles or the half price game day tickets, whatever they are. Aren't were. they doing something kind of like that with a student ticket now? I think I'm not a student though. I'm not going to school. You think me and Rick are going to school to get the cheap tickets? I'll send you to school. Find a high school that'll take you. Get a Why is it going to be a high, like some high kind school? Of, I'm going to college. Are you okay, Rick? Get a second Excuse GED. Hey, it'll be yeah, okay, yeah. buddy. You having a beer right now? No, there's a water. Okay. I'm fighting the allergies, boys. I got the uh, snow mold. Ah, the old it's snow killing mold. me these days. Uh, last question. Assy, it is for Buster's Pizza. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. Mm. Inspired by the noose, the Nuge horse burgers. Ah. What is the weirdest food item you've <laughs> ever eaten? Oof, Hello, here I'm, we go. I'm the wrong person to ask this one. Yeah, dude. Tyler, the weirdest thing. What is, is like, but what's the weirdest thing to you that you've eaten? What's the weirdest thing? Well, you think no, you got to go to me last. I'll I'll tell you mine. There you go. I ate kangaroo once. I've eaten Whoa. kangaroo. It was it actually uh, tastes good. It is. I liked it. It's not it's a kangaroo. Is it like deer? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. comparable. Yeah, it's a lean meat for sure. Yeah. Okay. You could like when I, I spent a year in Australia, so you go down there and you go to the grocery store and it's just, you walk chicken. in the grocery store and you pick your kangaroo out and yeah, that's the just, one that you get to just like when you, you go to red lobster and then you box and it and they take it back <laughs> and then they handle it. Cause you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just sitting there. It's like chicken kangaroo. Really? Crazy. That's surprising to me. Uh, Rick, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys are sitting down for this one. All right, oh, so uh, I'll eat anything. I'll try anything. So I'm I've gone from like haggis to um, prairie oysters to um, kangaroo, alligator, um, octopus. Um, there's pretty much nothing I won't try. You got one and by the way, haggis up? is disgusting. All right, I'm going to give you bad. haggis as your prairie answer. oysters are fucking weird too. Prairie oysters, my dad makes those all the time. He likes to call them medallions to take away the name from it because then if you eat it, you don't know what it is. He thinks it's funny. That's fair. My grandpa's a butcher, Tyler. What's your answer? Uh, the weirdest thing that comes to mind, I've eaten a lot of really weird shit. I am like Rick. I will eat absolutely anything that's in front of me. So a couple that come to mind, I've eaten rat before. Oh, why? Uh, it was just, it was, I was, in Tha- I was in Thailand and I was working at a restaurant and one of the staff came up to me and they just said, beg me, try this. So I just went, okay, okay. down the hatch. And I, they, they were just like, you just ate rat. And I was like, okay, I've eaten bat before. Terrible. That was arguably one of the weirdest things I've ever had in my mouth. I've eaten balut before in the Philippines, which is basically oh, nice. a hard boiled duck embryo. Wow. Ooh, duck eggs. Who even, Never tried those. Who even comes up with this shit? I don't know. I've got a lot. Though. A I can go on. I've eaten a bunch of bugs, deep fried bugs and like crickets and shit. That's fair. Sometimes you got to Tyler. At one time or another, Tyler, almost everything in existence has been attempted to be eaten before. I'm, I know. I can imagine. Wouldn't you love to know like the first guy that was eating stuff and you're like, well, Bill's yeah. gone. You know what, what do you do? He's you, know what this, you know what this duck egg could really use? Some salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious. And Gross. cooking it. All right, gentlemen. That's it. There's your Ask the Idiots mm-hmm. questions. Busterspizza.ca. Who is our winner? We have got the first question was about uh, unpopular takes. Second one, Apple, Spotify. Third one, uh, what was this one? You can do any, oh, any non-player move. F. Mary Kill. Uh, Magic Genie. Weirdest thing you've eaten. Tyler, who's your vote? Uh, my vote is going to be for the One Wish. One Wish Magic Genie. Genie. Dan. Well, now I sound like I'm copying Tyler, but I'm agreeing. Rick. 
I like the food one. Uh, okay. So two to one. So we're going to go the one wish genie. I'm not going to vote. Okay. There you go. So I will reach out to you. You've got a Buster's pizza gift card coming your way. But what if that person is actually a genie? They don't need our gift card. They just, because they could wish one to existence. Tyler's over this podcast. Yeah, kind of. Well, time to get your buttons ready because (laughs) it is time for the hot and cold. Let us. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. That was the old mash the buttons. I like that. Uh, I just like, like how salty Tyler water uh, slurpee. Yeah. Tyler mm-hmm. just looks salty today. He says he's not drinking with us going to Calgary tomorrow, Rick. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that. You've got three very good influences sitting here talking to you in your ear holes. Don't ignore me, Tyler. And who's goalie. coming with you, Ty? My, uh, one of my friends. The goalie. Barry. Is it? He's what? not the one who came to Vegas with yeah, us. Yeah, no, it's him. Yeah. It's wow. Vegas oh, I see. And then we, ha- yeah, no, him and I are already on a, on the same page here because uh, he came out, I want to say a week ago or something like that, and you did not. Uh, yeah, they didn't invite and me. And he's like, yeah, night. Tyler wouldn't come out. So yeah, No, we'll, he uh, just straight up we'll didn't invite tomorrow. me. We'll team up on you. <laughs> we'll team up on you tomorrow. It's nice that you and Wap are hanging out together. That's good. We'll all have fun while Tyler is drinking his room temperature water. No line. No Let's line. Get to hot performers. All right. Hot and cold performers for our friends at Tyler Manscaped. Whoop, whoop. That's my Manscaped impression. One more. That's real nice. If you go to manscaped.com and use the promo code ON radio, that will get you 20% off your order and free shipping. Springtime. Want to clean up? Got to get out on these streets. Trim the hedges. Mm-hmm. Tyler, you know what we always say? What do we say? Trimming the hedges makes the stump look bigger. Tyler, your rem check. 2022. Isn't that his bio? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air is the best air. <laughs> Favorite. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to start with you. Your manscaped.com cold performer of the week. What's up with the tap water in this city? <laughs> I go for a shower. I come out smelling like I just did a seven hour shift at the world water park. <laughs> it is the worst in spring. It's ridiculous. I don't even remember it ever being this like this. I remember it every year. I just, to, and you know me, I'm a guy who exclusively fills up my water bottle with, like the the grit. Tap, with the grit of the tap water, but this has gone too far. What smells like do? I'm drinking leftover water from like a pool water is delicious. Everybody knows ugh, the Good tap, for your teeth. the tap no. water in this city right now absolutely gets my cold performer of the week. What? What's the play though? You got to stay hydrated. I know. I'm just, I'm screwed You're going outside and taking a mouthful of sand every couple hours or uh, snow. I, I think say? I'm going to go to the store and get a flat of water. Mm. Mm-hmm. Make sure you stay hydrated. Everybody nuts. Nobody wants kidney stones. Our manscaped.com cold performer, Nation Dan. Uh, my cold performer of the week is going to go to Netflix because you gave Jeff Foxworthy a job still in 2022. <laughs> and if you haven't seen some of the jokes that he tells in that, it's just, it just sounds like he might be stuck back in the 2000s, back when he was really popular. So Netflix, you're going to get my cold performer of the week. Mm-hmm. So you have a fought before. Yeah. You have? Yeah. You were probably beat up in the bus stop most of the time. I think so, huh? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with them cracking down on sharing passwords. That's also oh, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and upping their prices. Yeah. Well, the all share price went down. So what are you going to do? Uh, Rick, your manscaped.com cold performer of the week. It's the news that came out today. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but uh, from the uh, 
the world of wrestling. Triple H has retired from the in-ring. He had a bit of an episode last year, and nobody really knew what was going on, and it's something about his heart, and didn't know anything about that. He came out today, said he has a defibrillator in his chest now, and his uh, his time in the ring is done. So, uh, like I said, I watched uh, wrestling all growing up as a kid, and still keep an eye on it, sort of, kind of, right now. And uh, you hate to see that, you know, you lost uh, Scott Hall, whatever, last week, and now uh, Triple H out of the ring. It's just a, it's a bad day for wrestling fans. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. Uh, MyManscaped.com. Cold performer of the week is, uh, I wasn't prepared. Rick's tire. Rick is not in the studio yeah, today because he has got a flat tire. I had no better answer. That's what came to me first. Rick's tire. Cold performer of the week. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. After lighting the lamp, hit the showers with his all-in-one skin and hair care kit that covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust him with the rest. Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code ONRADIO. Flipping the ledger. Let's finish off, Tyler. Positive sides of our life. Rick, I'm going to start with you. Your manscaped.com hot performer of the week mentioned it earlier today but we're going to give it out to mr kulak it was his uh first little taste of uh, of oiler hockey last night and i was really impressed with what i saw and i uh, have big hopes going forward so uh, mr kulak welcome to edmonton and i uh, look forward to seeing uh, what we can do going forward put some respect on my name nation dan yeah. your manscape.com hop from the week well we met the little guy uh just over a year ago um Actually, sorry, just under a year ago, March the 30th, he was introduced to us, and it's going to go out to everybody's hot performer from last night, little Ben Stettler. Stettler. Sorry. Um, You just, you know, when you see a little guy or a little girl that's battling through something like that, uh, Mm -hmm. you, you can't help but feel for them. And to see the Oilers make something special happen for him was just wonderful. So, Ben, you get my Manscaped Hot Performer of the Week. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Tyler, yourmanscape.com, hot performer of the week. Going to go to our boy Nation Dan, who uh, shared some updates on his weight loss and posted about that. And I loved the one you posted about how they don't warn you about your clothes not fitting. I thought that was a funny photo. But then the other thing I'm going to give you credit for is that you went on your Instagram stories and you took questions from people and you gave advice. And sometimes I think when you see advice from like a fitness influencer or something like that, it can be intimidating. And you gave people like real honest advice and you did this for the right reasons. And I wanted to give you credit because I felt that it was very good that you uh, shared your story and opened yourself up and then also helped others in the process. It's getting hot in here. What's the total at now? Wow. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Um, the total weight loss. Yeah. So here's the crazy yeah. thing. And this is uncomfortable for me to admit, but when you're as you're heavy as I was, well, when you're as heavy as I was, when you're over 300 pounds, scales yeah. don't fit you anymore. And so honestly, the only time I could go get weighed was at a doctor's office. And that's super fucking embarrassing. So, uh, 2018, I weighed myself just before I went to Sweden because I was starting the running thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I weighed myself at 418 pounds. So if I think back and, and if I'm honest with myself, I was probably pushing 500 at some point really? in my life. And so, like, I mean, there was a time when I used to have to use all the the self, the seatbelt uh, extenders on planes, mm. you know, that kind of shit. So um, it's just, you know, it, it, I really appreciate you guys saying that 
that, that kind of nice stuff. And it's, it's been really fantastic to have the support that I have from the people all around me. Um, but yeah, if you have, if you're ever in a battle yourself with weight, feel free to reach out because, uh, you know, you're never alone. And and I, yeah, I just really appreciate you saying that Tyler. Good. I'm putting you on the spot. Two quick pieces of advice for somebody trying to lose weight. First of all, it's, it's, it's start. You have to do it small. You can't do it big because if you, if you do it big, you can get those results. I lost 50 pounds in about two months doing a shake diet, but my dog died. And two weeks later, I'm right back up at that mm-hmm. 50 pound mark. Yeah, that's so not you, really like a lifestyle change. It's no. Like a- and so if you do it with those little changes, just those little changes, if you stumble with a little change, the fall isn't as big as the, as it could be with the big one. So that would be the first piece. And then the second piece I would say is don't be too hard on yourself because, because you will have stumbles and you know, you've put on weight and it's taken a long time to do that. And so, yeah, just don't let yourself bully yourself too much with that negative self-talk. Try and beat that up as much as you can and just maintain at least a base level. You don't have to necessarily be fakely positive with yourself, but keep that base level. So yeah. Those will be the two things. There you go. Reach out to Dan, the Danalytic on both Twitter and Instagram. Wrap things up. My manscape.com hot performer of the week is my boy was back. Is Nuge the answer on the special teams, Tyler? He could be. Yeah. Perfect last night. It's either him or Derek Broussard. Probably Broussard, but it could be Nuge. So my boy is back. I'm excited to see him. Missed a month, but looked great last night. His first one back. So Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I love you, pal. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. There we go. There we go. We can wrap this up. Tyler can leave us. He can be happy wherever else he's going. I oh. encourage you to rest up. Drink some chlorine water. Got a big beer league game tonight. Get that in you. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, Rick. Get some br- get some bread. Get some bread in you early tomorrow. Get some bread in you. Maybe a big breakfast. Mm-hmm. Win mm-hmm. some bets, too, and make some bread. The I wine skin is full. That's coming at Excellent. you. Fucking degenerate. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Secondary hot performer is everybody that's coming with us to Calgary. It's been, this is my first live game in over two years. I'm so excited. Do you think you'll cry? No. Okay. I do not. Unless I fall down the stairs from the press level. That's my biggest level. fear. That's the only reason I'm saying that I'm not drinking is because last time I almost fell and I don't want to fall again. If you're going to fall, you almost Cam does. fell. You didn't fall. Yeah. I know, but I'm scared. Me and Tom Gazzola, I was piggybacking him down those stairs. You can do it. Oh, okay. You're making me feel queasy. Tommy and I made it. I know. But it's still, all good. If you fall down the stairs, Tyler, just tell the attendant to call your lawyer and they will do everything they want that you want them to. If you fall down the <laughs> stairs, make as big of a show of it as possible. Yard sale, all your stuff alongside with and you. And I'll lay there and I'll start yelling, do you know who I am? Yeah. I'm Matt Wazzy. If you're coming with us to Calgary tomorrow, keep your eyes on Tyler because he may or may not fall down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. I'll watch out for you. Do you want to be, do you want me to have one of those like baby things? The baby I, leashes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a baby I leash? physically can't go more than six feet away from you at all times. I think that's a good idea. Coom fell, fell like four rows down and it's fine. You'll be good. Yeah. Okay. So that's the, that's the yeah, lesson but, here. So if yeah. you are going to fall, make it on top of people. I was just going to say, that's the problem yeah. is mm-hmm. that he has to land on some people. Yeah. He could have kept going, but he was smart. He went okay. on top of the people. All right. There you go. From all of us here, I want to say thank you to DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, Buster's Pizza, and Manscaped for joining the podcast as our sponsors, making this all all possible. But most importantly, all of you for listening on a weekly basis, two episodes this week. Thank you for being here on Oilers Nation Radio. We will talk to you next Friday. Very, very... Danny, you got something to say? Nope. I'm just doing my thing. That's it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Shout out Stilt or Clan. 
Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.